Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some common things that you're going to encounter when you're taking over a new account, some things that the home owner may not have been doing completely correct, and these are things right off the bat that you can change and actually make this pool look really dialed in. So I'm going to go over some things that I run into all the time when I'm out there when I take over an account that's been being cleaned or serviced by the homeowner. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. And this, of course, is not to say that a homeowner cannot take care of their pool. I've seen it done successfully many times. In fact, the neighbor behind me does his pool and he does a great job taking care of his pool. He's only called me over there a couple times over the years when he ran into something that he couldn't handle. But there are some things when you take over an account that's been done by a do-yourselfer. And right away, you can see that these are not the right things. And you can really move the needle quickly in the account and turn things around quickly. And I think the first thing that I run into all the time is that the homeowner is not keeping the proper water level in the pool. They probably don't have an autofill or the autofill is not working or something of that nature. So they're filling it themselves and they're not filling the pool correctly. And so the pool is running with really low water all the time. And this is something that you'll notice right away when you take over the account because the customer is supposed to fill the pool. You're not supposed to fill it. So the customer has that obligation to keep the water level up. And you'll notice that these particular homeowners don't like filling their pool. And so you may have to text them or leave a note saying, hey, the pool's low, can you please fill it? And this will happen on a regular basis because they just don't fill their pool because that's kind of how they had it when they were doing their pool. So a number of things could happen with low pool water. Depending on the skimmer and if it's connected to the main drain, a lot of times the pool will run dry and so it's not circulating for that period of time while it's low. So it'll turn on, the pump will kind of run, stop, run, and you kind of run into that kind of situation when you're out there when the pool's running low on water. And so the water quality, of course, is affected by that. And so the first thing to do is to educate the homeowner on where to fill the pool up to, how to keep the pool at the proper level, and the reason for that. And one of the reasons is that they could burn out their equipment. So I would I always use this as what I'm telling customers is not basically because they want to save water. I think that's why they don't fill it up or feel maybe that they're conserving water. I don't know exactly what it is. Um, but the bottom line is I tell them if you don't fill the pool up, the motor, the pump could run dry. That could cause the motor to burn out or cause you know, the plumbing, the leak, and that's a really expensive repair for a new motor. It's going to cost you X amount of dollars. And of course, after July 19th, you're going to have to put a variable speed motor or pump in there. And so that raises the price dramatically for the customer. So let them know that it's going to cost them several hundred dollars if the pump burns out and the motor burns out because it's running low on water. Or if you have to replace plumbing, you charge $90 an hour plus the parts. And so basically they're going to inherit or incur some fees if they let the pool run 
dry. And so that kind of motivates them to fill it up. And also with the pool, with the right water level, that means that the surface is being skimmed for you. So it's not going to be as dirty and you're not going to have algae blooming because the water is actually circulating in the pool. So twofold effect by having the proper water level, you know, the pool stays cleaner and you're going to have less chemical or chemistry issues because the pool isn't running for a few days. In the worst case scenario, you can, of course, put a pool sentry in. These are pretty effective. You attach a garden hose to it and put it into the pool and that kind of uh, will add water for you. There's several of these devices. You can also get something for the hose where you have a timer. I find that these can fail sometimes and overfill the pool. So be careful when you put any kind of you know timer on the hose to fill the pool up. And then, of course, the ultimate would be having an in-deck autofill put in. And that's about 1200 bucks in my area to put one of those in. Um, other than that, the homeowner has to fill their pool up. And so kind of use that tactic to kind of get them to fill it up, knowing that they're going to lose money. And they should also notice that as the pool level is being maintained properly, the pool's going to look a lot better. So that's also a motivator that the fact that they see their pool being looking a lot cleaner. Another very common issue is that the customer is not maintaining their filter properly. They're not cleaning cleaning it on a regular basis or they're letting the filter elements stay in there really old or longer than they should be, I should say. So they may have a cartridge filter with four cartridges in there. They haven't changed them in seven or eight years. Or they may have a D filter with the grids and they haven't changed the grids out in five or six years. And if you do service, you know that the cartridges normally don't last past three years in most cases for the larger ones. The single cartridge filters probably every six months you're changing, you're changing those out. And the DE grids last maybe three or four years before you change out the whole grid set. And so if they go longer than that, that's definitely going to affect the quality of the water or the quality of the pool and the clarity of the water, of course. And so all these things are issues that once you take over the pool, you can address right away by putting it on a standard six-month filter cleaning um, regimen, which is what we do in my area. Every area is a little bit different, but in Southern California, in my area, every six months, usually you can get by with six months of cleaning the D filters and the cartridge filters. We only have the larger cartridge filters in my area, so we go six months in between cleaning those. And once you get the customer on a regular cleaning regimen, that definitely goes a long way in keeping the pool water clear and adding to the overall look of the pool. And then, of course, educate them on the fact that the cartridges and the DE grids have a short lifespan. You know, they don't make things like they used to, and so you're going to pretty much have a three- or four-year lifespan on the four cartridge filter types and the DE grids. And so if they look like they're four or five years old or older, once you change those out, you're going to see an immediate um, improvement in the filter quality for sure. If you have a sand filter and they never change the sand out, it's time to change the sand at that point. Basically, when the homeowner's taking care of their filter, I think a lot of times the element change gets neglected, and kind of servicing the filter on a regular basis is also neglected. Not to say that everyone does that, but a lot of people don't understand the kind of a routine schedule for cleaning the filter, and you want to make sure that you know, the filter, when you, when you do the pool for the first time, one of the things that I do during the initial bid after I get the account is I ask the customer when they clean the filter last. They usually don't know, and so I take it apart, clean it, check the elements, inspect them for any kind of leaks. Sometimes you have some duct tape and patches in there. I've seen silicone in different areas of the manifold for cracks, and so a lot of times the filter is another problem or another area of neglect that can be easily corrected when you take over the account. 
So we have the low pool water as one of the main things that I see all the time. Then we have the filter itself being neglected. And then last, I think one of the things that I see all the time is the pool runtime is set too low. Most of the time, the homeowner will set the pool runtime an extremely low setting. And so it's not uncommon for me to find an account where I take over and I go open up the intermatic time clock and it's running for two hours. I had an automated system that it was an Aqualink and I didn't know what it was running at. So I asked the customer how long it's running for and they had to set for one hour. And so these things happen because they don't understand that you have to run your pool for a certain amount of time to get the, of course, the turnover rate. But you have to run the pool for clarity, for just about everything, for safety, um, for cleanliness. All these are factors. And so if they're running at one or two hours a day and it's a 15, 20,000 gallon pool, definitely that can't needs to be changed. And you have to educate them on the fact that the pool needs to circulate. You know, I like using a commercial pool as an example. If you stay at a hotel, that pool is running 24-7. They never turn that pool off. And I like to explain to them that the pool pump is designed to run 24 hours a day and that the better water quality is from running the pool longer. If they have a variable speed pump, I like to educate them on the fact that running the pool, you know, eight hours at 1800 RPMs and then one hour at 2400 RPMs is not going to move the needle. You actually have to kind of double that or triple that. And so you're going to run your pool at for, you know, 10 or 12 hours at 1800 RPMs and then four or five hours at 2400 and maybe even one high speed to kind of get the cleaner moving if you need to. And this is all in educating them that the runtime is really important in circulating the water. So I'm only mildly surprised when I get a new account and I open up the timer and I see that it's running for two hours a day because I run into that all the time. And the same thing with the automated system. I run into it all the time where they're programming it for like one or two hours and then maybe they have a real speed pump. They're running it for six hours at 1800, thinking that covers it. And they don't understand the energy savings with a variable speed pump. And the fact that even if you run it longer, you're saving money because it's running at a lower speed. And so I educate the customer on the variable speed pump and how it works. Or if they have a single speed pump, I let them know that, yes, you're going to pay more in electricity. But one of the benefits is that your pool is actually going to be safe to swim in because it has to circulate. You can't run your pool two hours a day and expect it to look good. And so if you correct these three factors, if you have the customer keep the proper water level in the pool, which I think is highly important. You don't want to be filling the pool. I should emphasize that if you have a service agreement, you want to make sure that the customer is filling the pool in that agreement, not you, you yourself, because most of the, of the liability calls or claims are from the pool service professional leaving the hose on or leaving the water on, flooding the yard, flooding the neighbor's yard, damaging the interior of the house. Those kind of things happen you don't turn the water off, plus the huge water bill for having the water running for, you know, 24 hours or 48 hours before they find out that it's overflowing everything. So those are the dangers of you turning on the water. If you need a copy of your good service agreement, I have one I can send you. And it also mentions the fact that the customer is in charge of filling the pool up and not you. And you can email me at david at swimmingpoollearning.com. And I'll get you a copy of the service agreement in Word format. You can edit it and kind of change things how you want to in that service agreement. But bottom line, the customer fills the pool up. Then you want the customer to run their pool at a certain amount of time. And it's kind of important to keep an eye on it because a lot of times they're going to go there and kind of mess with the timer and move it back on you. And then you're going to have to educate them on the runtime again so they understand why the pool needs to run. If they fight you a lot on that, 
I think it's a losing battle and you may not want to keep that account because you need to run that pool in order for you to keep it maintained without using a lot of chemicals or wasting your time there cleaning it because they're not running the pool. So those are kind of deal breakers, I think, in the long run. If you can't get them to stick with a longer runtime, you may not want to keep that account. And then the last one is the filter. You know, in my area, we charge extra for the filter cleaning, which kind of helps motivate you to do them. And it also allows the customer to know that you're doing something above and beyond their pool service, which is cleaning the filter for them. And so you charge them for that and you put them on a, you know, a specific cleaning schedule. I do all my filters in March and then again in October, September, October, right after the season before the winter gets here. And that's kind of how I do it every six months in my area. And so you want, want to make sure you educate the customer that maybe they weren't cleaning their filter every six months. Maybe they were doing it eight months or nine months or every year. But in the case of your service, you're going to do it every six months. You're going to charge them for that. It's something outside of the pool service that you're going to do extra. And you don't want them to take care of the filter because they probably won't clean it the way you clean it, nor will they clean it when you're, they're supposed to. So part of the service is that you clean the filter. If they insist on cleaning the filter, you may give it a shot, but I, I would say that's another deal breaker there as far as the service account. If you can't clean the filter, you really can't maintain the pool correctly. So just educate them that the reason why you're cleaning it is because you're doing the balancing of the pool water and you will know when it needs to be done and you're going to do it very professionally. Not to say they can't clean it as good as you, but kind of play it up to the fact that it's part of what you need to do to maintain the pool and that this is something that can't be put off or kind of gotten to two or three weeks later. And that's why it's better if you do it yourself, um, you as a pool service writer do it yourself because then you know exactly when it needs to be cleaned and you're on the set schedule. And if the customer takes over the cleaning of the filter, chances are it's not going to get done on time and you're going to have all kinds of chemistry problems and flow problems. So these are the most common things that I run into when I take over an account and these are really easy to correct. And definitely you can get the pool looking great by just adjusting or correcting these three issues. And if you're looking for more pool care tips, definitely check out my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. A lot of great web pages there for you. And if you're in the service business and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. And there are a lot of great benefits for joining, including a discount on your general liability insurance. You can learn more again at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.